theyeshiva.net. Okay, so we'll continue. Uh, we're up to page 103. The first column, almost on the bottom. Yeah. Nun Bay's column one, almost on the bottom. One, two, three, four. Like six lines from the bottom. The line starts Beregel. Ukedugmazu, yeah. Ukedugmazu denotes in the Seifim Betchilasam. Shahu Inyan. Mibliya Shayimatsi Resh Vesaif. Shayashmaila Besaif, Mashaene Beresh. This example we've been discussing. Of Noah Tzayfim with Chilasim, the etch, the begin, the end is etched in the beginning, meaning it touches a place where there's no beginning and end. Now he he says what the Nakud is. It touches a place where there's no beginning and end, meaning there could be a mile in the end, in the soif, in the leg that doesn't exist in the head, which only comes out in Olam Hatikon, because in Olam Atayu there is an absolute hierarchy. Because each one is self-contained, and what is higher is higher, what is lower is lower. So the Rosh is the Rosh, and the Saif is the Saif, and the Rosh is higher than the Saif. Is there such a thing as lower and higher? Well, again, higher and lower in terms of cause and effect, right? There is still cause and effect there? There's, there's cause and effect, yeah. Like you'll have Chachma, and then you'll have Bina. Because bin is a development of chachma, a, a filter. It's it's chachma filtered in a more condensed way, and then etc. Chesed gurit teferis netzach. So it's zet It's one under the other, but the one that's under the other is under, and it stays under. And the one that's under that stays under that. And then the seif is the seif. In tikkun, we said something happens in the partsufim, in the structures of organisms, just like a person. You can't compare the brain power to the leg power. You can't compare. And we know the difference of somebody without a brain can't survive for, you know, can't survive. You can't compare the kayach of the soul that's manifested in the brain to the faculties of the soul that's manifested, whether in the hands or in the legs. Each one has a special kayach. You do certain things you could do with your hand, you can't do with your brain. But certain things you do with the feet, you can't do with the brain. But you can't compare in terms of quality, as he said, when you measure one versus the other. This is the power of the mind, of the soul, of the consciousness. And this is the power of movement, the power of action, power of smell, you have the power of, of seeing, the power of hearing. So when you compare one to another, obviously there's no question what's higher, what's lower. But he says, but once there is the full development of an organism, which we call a guf, the structure of a body, there is things in the regal that the Rosh never has. Who holds up the head? What is, what, who holds it up? Who literally is the pillar of the head 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Mm-hmm. One's whole lifespan. And that's, of course, the feet. Who takes the head where it wants to go? Who gets it moving? Only the Raglayim. This is the concept of Noat Soif and Betchilasan. That in the Soif, there comes out a Maila that even the Rosh doesn't have. And that comes out only in the integration and the hiskalalus, the structure of the svidas together. So he says, in other words, no, it's seifam, but means that something emerges 
that doesn't have a Rosh and a Saif. There's no more, any more absolute hierarchy. This is the beginning and this is the end. In some case, in some senses, this is the beginning and the other is the end. The Rosh is the Saif. And the Saif is the Rosh. Because you touch the place that's beyond Rosh and Saif. Yuvan Gamkin Mitzvah. This example will also be understood in Mitzvah. Shem Gamkin Pchinis Tikkun of Mitzvahs are also rooted in the world of Tikkun. The Pasuk says in Parshas Chukas, Zaysa Teira Adam Kiyamos Ba'ayam. So we teach homiletically, Zaysa Teira Adam. The Teira is like an organism. In other words, if you want to understand Teira, you have to understand an Adam. If you want to understand Adam, you have to understand Teira. So here you have also Teira is very structured. Mitzvahs are all about structure. That's what he says. It's like an Adam, which is Tikkun. In your Marshall Lear, that there is a connection between the, the, the foot, the leg, and the hand. Not only a connection, of course a connection, a mile in the regular that the Rosh doesn't have. All my point is like, there is a head and there is a leg, or a foot, but there is no connection. There's no siskalalus. It's nakudus. It's pure energy. It's intense energy. It's like infinite energy. Yeah. And like he said, the two details. And tell you, it's not neschalik to pratim. There's no nuances. It's everything is at its core. Therefore, every middah is in its full ferocious intensity, without creating place for anything else. It's a gulim versus yoshin. So on one level, it's much higher. There's like a certain intensity there. It's like very real. There's a purity to it. On the other hand, yeah, it's very hard to be sustained. And then he says, but a new thing that in Tikkun something happens that Toyo doesn't have. Something that's deeper than Rosh and Surf. The unity brings out a new Indian of no, it's Toyo but Chilasim because you're touching something that's higher than Rosh and Surf. Yuvan Gamkin Mitzvus. Shem Gamkin Pchinas Tikkun, which goes to Adam. So to understand Torah, you could look at an Adam and understand Torah. Sheyesh Maila b'mitzvus Maisias, Sheim Gvoyim b'pchina Achas Yosim in Torah. Generally, in the structure of Yiddishkeit, Torah is considered higher than mitzvus. Like he says, Ima Yosha Torah b'pchinas Pnimius, v'mitzvus b'pchinas Chitzonius Maiselavat. It's similar to the difference of the brain and the hands and the feet. Torah is considered the pnimius, the in, inner, the inner core. And mitzvahs is the action, which is by definition external. And that's why very often <coughs> the Gemara will tell us, when the Mishnah says, we say in the morning, Talmud Torah, Keneged Kulu. As Chazal say, V'chol, Chafetzim la'yishvu ba'afilu chefzei shamayim, that even mitzvahs can't compare to Dover Echad min And if somebody can do the mitzvah for the person, so then he's, and he's learning, he shouldn't stop the learning. But we see sometimes the opposite to her. That there's a mile in mitzvahs, even higher than Torah. Sharei, the halach is, mevatlam et halma Torah, l'tzayra chalvaya samas. There's a mitzvah, for example, a levaya, the Gemara says, m'ksuvasi mevatlam talma Torah for the funeral. At least in some situations. Gamatzinu, shebeshvil hachnos haskala, bitlu mikrishma, keniske biyunuke de balak, we also find a story, he says it very briefly, it's in Zoya Parsha's Balak, he calls it the child of Balak. 
Child of Bala doesn't mean the child of Balak. It means the child who is discussed in Zayar Parshas Balak. So it calls him Yenuka the Balak. Yenuka the Balak, the child of Balak. Meaning the Yenuka who is discussed, the story is told in Zoyar on the Parsha of Balak. What's the story? Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yitzchak, who were <coughs> two of the great sages of the time, came to a particular city, Sichnin, and they came to the home of Reb Hamnuna Sava, Reb Hamnuna, the old sage. And uh, the mother was there. So she told her little boy, go, Reb Yitzchak and Reb Yehuda, there, go get a bracha from them. So he went over to them, and he ran away. So his mother said, what happened? He said, they didn't do Krishna today. They, <laughs> they didn't say Kriyashma today. There's a Zman of Kriyashma, and they didn't do it. Krishna could be done right in the morning, the first few hours, and at best, at latest, the first, at the end of three hours is the end of Krishna. They didn't do Krishna today. Huh? They were missed, they missed Krishna, yeah. So, uh, so they heard, they heard him say, so they, they, they said, he's right. We both didn't do Krishna because a whole morning we were busy trying to help a Kala get married. We were busy doing Hachnasa's Kala, collecting funds or arranging the preparations for a wedding. And therefore, we didn't have a chance to do Krishna. So therefore we talk, he's right, we didn't do Krishna. He told his mother also, forgot he told his mother that somebody doesn't do Krishna, so in heaven he's banned for that day. So he didn't want to go close to them. <laughs> so they said he's right, we did Achnasas Kal instead of Krishna. So his mother asked him, Bri, my son, how did you know? She said, I smelled your garments. When I went over, the smell of your garments... Gave me the impression, it made me the sense that you didn't do Krishna. It says by Yitzchak, by Yorach, Hasreach, Bagadav, right? He smelled Yaakov Avinu's clothes. It's probably connected. So that's what he says. This, this is the story. He says it so. As discussed in the story of the child in Balak and Zoyar, because they smelled the odor, the aroma of your garments, he told them. The aroma of your garments. This was the Yenuka, the little child of Reb Hamnuna in Kfar Sichnen with Rabbi. Now one is going to say Krishna is a mitzvah, but it's also Torah. It's a parsha of Torah. And Leni Krishna has tremendous Hayyichudim, tremendous unifications that are created. But Achnasas Kala overrides Krishna. Kambamur Razal Chazal say, Yevamis, Asay Doichaloisasa. A mitzvah's essay overrides a mitzvah's essay. Kamila Bitsaras. Circumcision in a case where there's a tsaras, a leprosy, which you're not allowed to remove. But the essay of Mila is doicha, the loisus to the negative prohibition of Hisham Lacha with the negat tsaras, not to remove it. Shatnas betzitzis. There's a mitzvah's loisusa, we're not allowed to wear wool and linen, it comes to tzitzis. Pasuk teaches us in Parshish Kesetze, right? Gdilim tasalach, you make tzitzis, even wool and linen together. And the klal, the principle from here, we learn the Gemara tells us in Yevamis and other places, essay, doicha, loisus. He's just giving different examples where in some cases something is forbidden and shouldn't be done. In another case, it becomes a mitzvah to do it. But in this story with the little child there, what is the lesson from it? Because it seems the child was wrong. They did the right thing. Yeah, no, that's the whole point. The point is he was right and he was wrong. In other words, it's not that they did the wrong thing. They did totally the right thing. 
And that's the point. You could do the right thing and it's still wrong. Not because it's wrong, it's right. But, they, but, but the fact is they didn't do Krishna. That's exactly his point. The fact that they did Akhnasa's Kala was right, but it doesn't mean they did Krishna. Their garments, I guess, their, their thoughts, words, actions, yeah. perhaps. Uh, so if, if that's the case, though, he should have smelled Achnos's color too. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I hear. Maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe he did. He he was he was. He, <laughs> it wasn't about. It, it's not about a judgment or a blame. It's about the energy. This is not about. Uh, yeah, it's about the energy that he felt that he experienced. In other words, it's something that Krishna gives the Jew. There's something. It's a. It's a certain energy. You're, you're in that mode. You, you set Krishna. There's something, something very real, very authentic. We don't look at it that way. You know, sometimes it's robotic and there's, you know, another Krishna. But, uh, that's the point that it's not. It's anything but that. Right? So you'll have Torah's connected Kulam, but then the Gemara says, Amayat Katan, that if there's a mitzvah that's gonna pass and nobody can do it, you have to stop learning and do it. If I can't delegate it, if I can delegate it, I have to give Trumo, Meisters, and stuff, and I can ask somebody to do it for me, fine. But if I can't, I'm a chuyuf to stop learning and do the mitzvah. All of this shows there's no one way in Yiddishkeit, black and white. Torah, 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 and mitzvahs are always lower than Torah. It doesn't work that way. It's just like the organism of a person. There's a maila in maisa, in actions, which l'chayda is p'chines nehi. Nehi are the lower spheres. Netzach, hoid yisoyed, p'chines raglan. Netzach represents the right leg and hoid the left leg, and yisoyed is the bris, which are the lower, more functional, utilitarian parts of the body that get things done, versus the brain, which is the seat of, of consciousness and strategy, you know, the mind, the Jewish people also have the two. There's the, there are the minds, there are the hands, and there are the feet. Just like, you have the very different types of personalities. Everybody has to have both, but the question is, what's emphasized? Torah is the mind of the Jewish people, it's the brain of the Jewish people, it's the moyach of the Jewish people. The mitzvah of Achnosah's kala, okay, he's going to raise funds. Geval de kazach, but it's connected to the hands, it's connected to the feet. Michach the feet have something that's higher than Chachmeilah, which represents the divine brain, the divine Mayach, which is Torah, because that's what you connect to. Torah is God's wisdom. It's not, it's not human wisdom. It's God's wisdom. And therefore, even a head Yitzhabi Yisrael, Hedyet literally means like a simpleton. Sometimes you'll say a peasant, but he doesn't mean you're a peasant. He means a simpleton. A hedyet should be so a very simple Jew who fulfills some practical mitzvah maizis, an action-oriented mitzvah. Without kavanas, he doesn't have deep meditations. He's not aware of secrets, meaning he may not be connected to the inner understanding of the kavana of the mitzvah, the secret of the mitzvah. He does it because kachtsiva kodesh baruch Hashem said this is what a Jew should do, this may be precious by Hashem, at least in one aspect, from many, many kavanas and asagas of the greatest tzaddikim.
Ah, the tzaddik does a mitzvah and there's tremendous kavonis and asagas and this. Emes. That's amazing. But it's another element that this simple act, which doesn't seem very sophisticated and brilliant and spiritual, it's not coming with a whole uh, accompaniment of uh, profound wisdom and perspective, rather an action by Hashem, this could be so much more precious. There's no way... Do not judge that we don't believe in this absolute thing of this is, this is fine. This is garnished. What you're calling garnished on another level, this is higher than everything else. Just like in the human body, in the human organism. Because there are unique things, unique qualities that exist in those who support Taira, who are greater than the eyes of the community. You know, you have the higher, you have Enea Eida, the eyes of the community, meaning the eyes are in the head, the minds, the visionaries, the Enea Eida. They have Tamchindai Raisa. The attitude, oh, you just do your job, you know? You send a couple of dollars, you work hard, and there's an absolute hierarchy, he says it's not so posh. In some ways, they're much higher. Just like in the body. There's the mile of the head, the head has to be a head, and the heart has to be a heart, and the kidney has to be a kidney, and the feet have to be feet, and the feet, if they decide not to function, the head is going nowhere. And in one Indian, the regal has something the Rosh will never have. That's what the Chazal say, that somebody who does Sadaka Beseser, but the bastard of Tesamet Beis could be greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is the ultimate mind. This is something unique in Tikkun. There, there emerges a new concept that the end brings out something that's in the source of the source, even higher than the head. In Tikkun you have many vessels. And Mitzat Kalim, this new reality of no, it's Seifim B'tchilosin comes out. Something that's deeper than the Roshim. The Seif Mashenkin B'toyu Hayu Oiris Merubim. In Toyu the Oiris were great, not the Kalim. V'akalim Watam the Kalim were few. This concept did not exist in Toyu. This is a new concept that comes out. Dafke in Oilam Atikun where the Oiris are diminished and contra- contracted and structured in Kalim, which on one hand is a tremendous compromise and dimin- diminishment of the intensity, but what happens is there's Kalim, there's structures, everything is filtered and limited, and therefore there's also room for other Kalim. There's Iskalalus and integration working together, partsufim, like in the human body, Zaysa, Torah, Adam, and when that happens, something new emerges that can't exist in Eilam and that's brought out in what Seifi Yitzhira says, no, it's chilasan b'seifim, b'seifim b'chilasan. The beginning is etched in the end, and the end is etched in the beginning, meaning you touch a place that's higher than the beginning, than the head and the leg, and therefore on one level, the head is the head, and on another level, the head is the leg, and the leg is the head. Because you touch the place that's deeper than both of them. Your taif is what he's saying here. This, this looks like this teaching seems that the Bashem to reintroduce very much. And it wasn't really stressed or known too much before then. Yeah. Like in everything, you know, the Baal brought out things that were sometimes not stressed or accentuated. 
Anything that the Baal Shem Tov taught, you'll find in Gemara and Medrash. Somewhere you'll find it. But it's about the emphasis, accentuating it. You know, there's no new Torah. Everything the Gemara says in Megillah, everything that Talmud teaches was given Lamaisha Messina. But the question is about emphasis, bringing it out, elaborating it, elaborating on it, developing it, making it a pillar, making it important, stressing it, putting it in its right context, seeing, seeing the whole picture. You know, zooming out instead of zooming in. And sometimes zooming in instead of zooming out. You're not creating anything new. It's just when you zoom out, you are creating something new. You don't only see the tree, you see the forest. Forest was there, and if you looked up, you could see it, but you were focused on the tree. Or the other way around, you just see the big picture, you don't see what's inside the tree. You zoom in. These stories were very simple people. Yeah. End up in the very high place. Yeah. The Baal once said, the pshittis for Naish Pashat reared on pshittis ha'atzmas. The simplicity of an Ish Pasha touches the simplicity of God in his essence. In other words, what seems like the lack of sophistication touches that which is beyond sophistication. The Pshittis for Naish Pasha, Dritam Pshittis Atzmus. The man in the Hest, you see, it's not so simple to be a simple Yid. <laughs> People think to be a simple Yid is simple. No, 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 no. <laughs> to be a simple Yid is simple. But when the Rosh looks at it, it's like, whoa, it's not so simple. <laughs> the head is yearning to be able to come out, become a Ish Pashat. <laughs> and the Rebbe is going to be Mechadish that this was Moshe's struggle. This was Moshe's deepest, this was one of Moshe's deepest struggles. We'll see, let's see. What does it mean that if we just do a mitzvah, just do it, basically the the action of the mitzvah itself is incredibly powerful and meaningful. And, it, and, it'll, and it'll connect with that infinity even if we don't understand how at the moment. Or... And sometimes it connects with infinity more than the scholar yeah, who prepared for hours and understands everything. Huh? And he went to the mikveh and he prepared and attack and it's amazing. And you have the tzaddik, he says, a real tzaddik who has asagas and kavonas and yechudim. And how do you compare it to this simple action that's, uh, that's devoid of anything? Yeah? Like the man who uh, studied all the Kabbalah meanings of the Roman Shofar, had it in the pocket and then he lost the piece of paper, he forgot all the Kabbalah. Right. With his heart and so right. Trying. Yeah. Yeah. But well, we don't seem to celebrate simplicity. I mean, just today, but in all the teachings. In this year, we celebrate simplicity always. The more simple, the better. Here, we to mean in your house, in your shul, in your community, you want to... It's simple, it doesn't require... The community, I think, in general, is in, in the Torah, and in general, doesn't seem... Like, everything seems to be... You, you have to reach the highest level. The highest level, that's his point. <laughs> the highest level <laughs> is is pshittas. In some ways, that's the highest level. The highest level is not the highest level. 
The highest level can get you stuck in high levels. You got to get out of your brain. You got to get out of your head. Got to get into your feet. Yeah. It's Simchas Torah. Whatever you say, Simchas Torah, how do you celebrate Torah? You should open up a Gemara and sit and learn. That's what you do. No, you shut the, open the Sefer Torah and learn. The main avoid of Simchas Torah is the feet, not the head. You can't dance with your head. <laughs> There's people who dance with their head and you know what it looks like. <laughs> you have to dance, ah? <laughs> you gotta dance with your feet. Your feet. The feet are celebrating because there's, it's, it touches a deeper, a deeper relationship, a deeper connection. This is not to be mavatal the brain and the head, but that's the point. No, it's soifun, but chilosin, chilosin, but soifun. There's something that comes out in the soif that doesn't come out in the rosh. The soifun, the end, the lowest is etched in the beginning, which is higher than the head. And the beginning, which is higher than that, is etched in the end. This doesn't mean it's not called a rosh. As he says, the, the brain is still the, the mind is still the mind, and we give it tremendous deference and respect. But that's what an organism does, that it's not so simple, this is Rosh, this is Saif, because you're really touching a place that transcends both of them, and therefore they can take both synchronize and unite. So in Yiddishkeit, you'll have manifestations of all these aspects constantly. There's Rosh and there's Regal, and then the Regal sometimes becomes the Rosh, and the Rosh becomes the Regal. He's saying you you touch this on the ski slopes because the feet, it's the feet, the regal. You fall and you rise up again. That's what you learn from ski. And you learn it all from the feet. Mm-hmm. That's great. One thing that's important to, that Rebbe mentioned a little bit is not to compare it to others so much because when I, as I was becoming Baal I had some um, you know um, problems with certain people in my family. They, and I came to the realization that it doesn't make me better than some people in my family. They may be better than me in some ways, but what it's doing is it's helping me to become better. Beautiful. That's the point. One never compares himself to somebody else. We could learn from other people, but not compare ourselves to other people. We have to learn from other people. But you're responsible for your own journey, and that's who you have to compare yourself to yourself, not to other people. Because people have different shlichas. Imagine in the body... The heart decides, you know, I want to become the brain. And the kidney says, I had enough, I'm becoming the liver. And the nose says, enough smelling, I want to start seeing. And the legs say, I want to be a hand, the hands want to become the abdomen, right? (laughs) And the pancreas decides, it wants to take over the brain, and the brain wants to become a pancreas for a few days. You know, we know the end of that story. You have to be you. And by being you... You can also be at peace with everybody else because you bring out the best in yourself and you bring out the best in them. By the liver doing what the liver does and the kidney doing what the kidney does and the arms and the legs doing what the arms and legs do, it allows the brain and the heart to do what they have to do. And conversely. So when I cease to be me, it's not only I take away from me, I can't function anymore, I can't live, but also the whole organism is affected. And now imagine a brain that looks at legs and says, who are you, Bechlal? You're a bunch of nobodies. I don't need you. Now, what do you say about such a brain? You're not a brain. You're, something is off about you. The more you're a brain, the more you value the lowest part of your body. Even the toenail. The more you're a brain, the more you're aware and sensitive to its contribution. 
And the same is true with the Jewish people. The more somebody's really in touch with the Pneumius of Yiddishkeit, the more they value, who's the one telling us that when a Ish Pashat does a simple mitzvah without Yichud, it's more precious to Hashem? The Alter Rebbe, <laughs> who knew all the Kavanas and the Sidus. He's the one saying it. Because the real brain, the real brain is in touch, not just with the brain, but with the essence that encompasses the entire body from top to bottom, and in each, where each one plays an indispensable role. That's the mile that happens in Eilam Atikon. We explained the beginning of the Bible that Moshe came from the first Shemitah, from the first sabbatical, which Darizal said comes from Tayu, and it was transplanted into the world of Tikkun. Moshe embodies Chachma Shubchinis Re'iyah, which is also associated with vision, seeing. boy by Moshe says, Vayar Reishis Loi, Vayar Reishis Loi. Chachma is very much identified with vision, with seeing. Eine Ha'ede, the eyes of the community, are the Chachamim, Chachme, Chachme Hadar. Right. Moshe asks Yisrael, you should be a naim for us, you should be eyes for us, because the eyes guide, the eyes set the destination, and the eyes tell you where to go, and the eyes tell you how to avoid obstacles and, uh, and, 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 and boulders that, rocks that may make you trip and so forth. Chachma, wisdom is very much associated with re'iyah, with seeing. Lekach kashara, Moshe b'bchinus re'iyah mamash. When Moshe got to see, in a very real way, in the entire Olam HaTikun where he went into, he was transplanted into the world of Tikkun, which is also the world of Atzillus, in which he descended to. And for him it was a descent. It wasn't an ascent, it was a descent, because he came from a higher world. When he saw the phenomenon, that the end has something that is etched in the beginning of everything, and the beginning is etched all the way in the end, for him this was mamish, a new reality. This phenomenon you don't have in Toyo. In Toyo you're defined by the infinity of your own middah. So it's amazing. huh? You think I understood what I said? In, t- <laughs> in Taihu, you're defined by the purity and intensity and infinity of your own Mida. Chesed is all Chesed and Gvura is all Gvura. Huh? So what, whatever the sphere is, but in Taihu, everything is completely concentrated in an Akuda. You have the core of it. It's not nuanced and filtered and contracted and looking at it from different perspectives and different angles. It's absolute. It's all-encompassing, right? Like we spoke about that emotion that is 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 just radical. When you're feeling, you know, when you're feeling that emotion, there's no room for anything else, whatever it is, whether it's love and there's no room for anything else. <laughs> now I'm in love or I'm in hate and there's no room for anything else. I like... And it's amazing. There's something very beautiful about it. It can also be very destructive. Yeah? A child's emotions are like that, and our inner child's emotions are like that. You know, I give an example. Sometimes a person is sitting in his therapist's office or a therapist's office or at home, and they're unleashing an emotion, or they're feeling it, or they're talking about it. There's nothing else. This is it. 
This is absolute truth. There's no room for anything else. In other words, the motion is experienced almost as infinity. There's no space for anything else. It's igulim. It's a circle. It encompasses me completely. I am inside of it, and no part of me sticks out of it. It completely in, uh, envelops me, engulfs me. I am completely consumed by it. There's nothing else. There's no integration over there. Hiskalis, all integration comes from compromise. Wow, there's something in you. I need you. You need me. In other words, I'm not everything. That's a different state. That's tikkun. So we always look at it as it's just that you have to compromise. You want to live with people, you have to compromise. We're all in the same boat. Figure out how to work with each other. It's called cooperation, unless you want to kill each other. Right? Tell you, you can't afford in community because there is conflicting interests and we have to work together. That's the function of, of leadership. But Al Rebbe is saying there's something deeper in Tikkun. Something happens in Tikkun in terms of depth that can't happen in time. In other words, Tikkun is not just a compromise that's necessary in order to function in a normal world where not everybody wants to know what you feel. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Grow up all the time. It's like, grow up. Grow up. There's other people. So Tikkun is like, grow up, Taihu. But here we're talking... In God, I'm, I'm using a mushal. If you go back to the Nimshri, you're talking about godly energy. Right? So Toyu is, is the infinite, infinite energy, pure energy. There's no room for anything else. Tikkun, just Kalim, everything is structure. Structure, 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 structure. The name of the game of structure is mitigation, filter, contraction, compromise. That's what Kalim are. That's what a Kali is. Structure means give me a structure. <laughs> give me a structure. Give me an outline. Tell me how you're going to do it. Right away, 90% of your dreams got to go. <laughs> because whenever you have to structure something, you have to, and create an infrastructure for it, right? You have to be very clear, very decisive. You have to go through a lot of filters. You have to eliminate a lot of elements. And this is where dreams are compromised. That's why artists have such a hard time with businessmen. Businessmen look for structures and artists look for self-expression and don't want structures. They defy it. Well, you're in the shoe store business. You're in science. So. Depends where you are. In shoe stores, emotions are very welcome. Because the kids are screaming that they want different types of shoes, right? So, computer doesn't care. <laughs> so, Moshe saw this. It doesn't exist in Toyu. Moshe was astounded by this. Mispale, he was, for him, this was wondrous. He humbled himself before the souls of Tikkun Va'amma. He tells Hashem, Shlachma Tishlach. I shouldn't be the one on this mission. Send on this mission somebody else. Biyat Tishlach. Send this mission in the hand. Give it in the hand of somebody else. What's this? Who's this somebody else? Because he saw the uniqueness of the souls of Tikkun because of the vessels of Tikkun Shanoat Saifim Betchilasam. Because over there something new comes out where the saif brings out something that the Rosh doesn't have. And by the Rosh connecting with the regal, the beginning, connecting with the end, something new emerges. And therefore, Mashenken his sources from Toyu, doesn't have this. This is what he tells Hashem. You have a heavy mouth and a heavy tongue. I can't speak. Literally, we say, he can't speak. What did he mean? He meant, 
the sources from the world of Toyo. Over there, the lights were too gigantic. They can't come into vessels. That's pshat, a heavy mouth, a difficult mouth, meaning, He couldn't take the light of his mind and filter it enough to be able to compress it in the vessel called the mouth. Not because he didn't have what to say, because he had too much to say. Because what he had to say couldn't be, couldn't be said. Because <laughs> what he had to say could not be said. It could not be communicated through the vessel of the mouth, which would force him to mitigate, condense, filter, contract, cut out, and conceal so much of the light. Uh, the iris were too great. Yeah. His inner light was so, was life and light was so expansive, no Kaylee could capture it. My neshama comes from a different place. The mouth can't become a Kaylee for this. What's going to come out from the mouth is completely a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a glimmer of a glimmer of, 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 of the true light. Yeah, this is who he was. This is a condition, an essential condition of Moshe. So Moshe didn't have communication skills, or he didn't have charisma, or he didn't know how to put together a sentence. I mean, there's Mepharshim who explain al pipshat that he stuttered, or that he didn't know Egyptian. Yeah, the, the, the Chizkuni says, because he was away from Egypt so many years, he pretty sure forgot the language. Or he told Hashem, I just don't have communication skills, I don't know how to put sentences together, it's like not clear, I don't have what's called a chituch haloshim, a clarity of speech, like everything comes out, you know, complex and complicated. Or that he had a stutter, he pushed out a speech impediment. So that's Alpi Pshat, that Moshe couldn't speak. Alpi Pnimius, what Alter Rebbe is saying is, the Rebbe is saying is not that it was a speech impediment. It could have been a speech impediment, but it didn't begin with the physical. It could, he's not negating here the Pshat, that he had a speech impediment. But what you look at something as physical, yeah? Today we know that sometimes there's physical symptoms in the body, but the cause of them is not a physical symptom. The cause of it is inner an inner symptom that's expressing itself in the physiological makeup. A lot of my friends, last week, you know, I had a lot of back pain. So I had I got enormous amounts of messages, Dr. Sarna, Dr. Sarna's method. Dr. Sarna's method is, of course, chill out. Huh? Chill out. <laughs> Basically, your back pain, you can always have back pain. There's always something in the body. But there's a certain point in your life, the body says, you know what, I'm going to make an issue out of this. You know, I'm going to make an issue out of this because there's repressed rage. And since you have repressed rage and you don't want to talk about the repressed rage, so the body is trying to protect the brain that wants to keep the rage unconscious. So the body says, we're going to keep you busy with some other stuff. <laughs> and you won't be able to feel your rage. The moment you tell your body, I'm good, I'm going to express what, what's going on, it's okay, I'm, I'll relax. So without getting into the details of this particular theory, other particular theories, but the point is the same. The symptoms are there. Varaya, the doctor says you need surgery. Because there are physical symptoms. But he says it's completely, that's completely reading it wrong. You're mamish reading it wrong. Nothing to do with physical symptoms. The body is mamish making an issue of something to protect the voice of your brain. Sometimes the unconscious voice. What's my point? My point is that today in medicine, Again, I'm not identifying precisely precisely this theory because because I, I, there's some people who listen to this who don't like a lot of these theories. But I'm not I'm not this is not a debate 
pro-Sarna or against Sarna, even though I think hundreds of thousands or many more claim that they have been helped. But the point here is that today we know the symbiosis between the soul, between the inner consciousness and the body in incredible ways. So saying with Moshe that he's a kvat pe is not negating the physical, but it's articulating what was going on. What was going on is his oiris were too great for the kelim. But he said, you can't channel it. The moment you're channeling it, it's not it. <laughs> the moment you talk about it, it's already not it. Not because, not because you're trying to be deceptive, but because uh, the Kaylee can't capture it. Please remember the next year is Wednesday morning. And if you didn't say Krishna, even if you're busy with Achnasas Kala, try to say Krishna. <laughs> Pleasure to have you. Pleasure to have you after many years. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.